welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. So I've I've had the pleasure of running into a lot of different people at a lot of different auditions and in different roles and places being out here in LA. And there's one person in particular that I, I had the pleasure of running into and meeting who turns out actually knew Sharice. He knew my wife before I ever even met him and before she ever even met me. And this man is just an amazing human being who, um, you know, I'm going to even just read his bio right now before I bring him on the show. So his bio reads, a native of Canada, Danso Gordon was born in Toronto and lived in Halifax, Nova Scotia before coming to LA to pursue an acting career. Always the class clown growing up, Gordon somehow knew he would turn his knack for making kids laugh and driving teachers crazy into a way of life. His first professional role came when he guest starred on CBC's Street Sense series, which was filmed in Halifax. After this experience, he moved to Los Angeles with his father to pursue a career in acting. He quickly found work, appearing in a national footwear commercial with basketball great Charles Barkley, and later appeared in the films Sliders and American History X. Danso's landed four series regulars over the years in Hangtime, In a Heartbeat, South of Nowhere, and Saving Hope, and countless television commercials, including Domino's, Foot Locker, T-Mobile, Saturn, Verizon, McDonald's, Time Warner, and more. He also did a Mountain Dew Super Bowl commercial, which is pretty amazing. I don't know if you're if you're an actor, landing a Super Bowl spot is kind of like the pinnacle. <laughs> now, in 2005, Dear Wendy, a film by Oscar-nominated writer-director Lars von Trier, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. Danso landed a coveted lead role in the film, which included acclaimed actors Bill Pullman and Jamie Bell. He landed his first starring role in Death of a Vegas Showgirl alongside Rosalind Sanchez, which aired in 2016. He has since focused on tech and is a part of the team that has launched the mobile app for actors to audition, Tape Squad. Danso stays busy working with Tape Squad and building his web and mobile development company, Port Boost, specializing in bootstrap tech startups. Danso, thank you so much for being here, man. No, thank you so much. Um, uh, when you told me, uh, I saw, you know, we're Facebook friends as, as well. When you told me that you had this podcast and you wanted to invite me, I, I've never done a podcast. I'm sure that I will, but I immediately said, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, thank you so much. I'm I'm so happy to have you here. And first of all, you will be doing many of them because your voice is amazing. I can tell you right now, <laughs> my listeners are probably like, oh, please. Speak right, 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 right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. So let's talk about Tape Squad real quick, because you were part of the team that conceptualized Tape Squad, which is a basically like a virtual audition service, right? Where right. the actors don't have to go anywhere to put themselves on tape to audition for a role. This came out before COVID, and now you're right. in a place where virtual <laughs> auditions are the thing. Like, were you clairvoyant? <laughs> you know what the universe is. I mean, it, it was sometimes things just work out, 
And because it's crazy, I'm I'm going to back up. But when we launched, we launched literally weeks prior to the pandemic. And you know, obviously no one thought that this was going to be a pandemic, right? Like a, a week prior to lockdown, I was with a friend and we were watching pandemic uh, the movie right <laughs> and we're like it's never gonna happen a week later we're like wait a second and so yeah once we launched and the pandemic hit and of course you know production shut down i was like oh my god three and a half years planning for this thing oh my goodness god what's going on why right and you know quickly we're like wait a second this is actually perfect the timing couldn't be more perfect I don't want to get ahead of myself, but just one of those things is just, you know, things fall into place the way they're supposed to fall into place, even if it doesn't look like they're falling in, um, into place. One of those things. So, yeah, we're we're still building, but we're not happy about the pandemic, but we're happy that, you know, it's in a space where things are focused just on self-tapes. And that's what Tape Squad does um, to give your readers a you know basic snapshot. There's two types of auditions. There's your regular brick and mortar. You walk in, say hi, do the lines, and then your self-tape is when your agent manager asks you to put yourself on tape. So you record the audition, then you send it to your agent manager. And there's offices in LA, Toronto, Vancouver, big cities that all they do is self-tapes. And so uh, we've streamlined that process. So instead of having to drive to a self-tape location, download the app and you essentially search for a, a reader like you would an Uber driver. I mean, all the readers are professional actors. And you literally social distance, stay home. You can be in your bathroom if you want, if the lighting's good, right? (laughs) And and self-tape, you know, you can edit Slate. It puts everything into one smooth video. Yeah. Um, So it's uh, the timing, you know, essentially seems to be really, really good for it. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing too, because before, even before the pandemic hit and before we were sort of confined to home, what I had noticed was self-tapes were just, it was skyrocketing. You know, they call them eco-cast, they call them whatever, but having to put yourself on tape was a huge thing. And I know that- there's a lot of people out there who have trouble finding someone to read for them and to, to kind of help them out. And yeah. you've literally created a, a company or a process that makes yeah. this super, super easy. So now there's, there's something that goes obviously with you were in the industry, you still are, but, sure, yeah, yeah, but right, you're now right, right. focused on, on facilitating right. aspects of the industry because you've evolved to that point. Right. We were just talking prior to um, the recording how things just evolve. I, I love acting. I am not in love with acting. You know what I mean? And so I, I I love creating and I'm always going to act. It's something that I'm always going to do. You know, same as you, like we met at audition just to let everyone know we met, dude, what was it 15 years ago? Is it that long ago? Oh my goodness. You know what? Yeah, we were at, it was Hollywood. And I remember it was the most enjoyable time that I had waiting an hour for an audition. We had to wait a long time. I remember that. And we were just, it was like me, you and five other guys literally just cracking jokes the entire time. I remember right? um, laughing hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it was an independent film. I booked it. I had like three lines, but it doesn't matter, man. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we go way back. But yeah, yeah things that evolve. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but I still love it. And I went to school first for bio, went back to school for for computer science, but I never, my goal was never to work for someone if I didn't have to. 
so during summer, you know, while my, you know, colleagues, uh, you know, were out there, you know, having the summer vacations, I'm like learning how to code. And I put together this landing page uh, for this web idea, this startup. And I didn't know what I was doing. And I got into this pretty, um, it's pretty good um, accelerator in San Francisco called Founder Space. Went there for, for two weeks. And I thought that I made it. I'm like, I'm, get, I'm about to be a millionaire, right? Uh, uh, so we didn't get funding, but I learned a lot about just the, the uh, tech startup um, ecosystem. Uh, and I said, I love this. I love the fact that you can create something that could change the way people live, which is what people do. They build these platforms and it changes the way people live. And so, yeah, I just fell in love with the, um, the whole process of creating. I love that. Now, there's there's two things I want to want to kind of come back to, because I know that like me and like a lot of the people that listen to my show, you're someone who believes in the power of intention. You believe in a power greater than all of us that sort of guides us that we're able to co-create with. You had said at the beginning when when the pandemic hit, you had just launched and you were just like, right. why, why? No, not now. But then you realize right. you're like, no, the why is never, it's never a thing we want to ask because Preach. everything Preach. is always working out for us, right? Preach, man. And so you're, but you're the, you're a living example of this. You've, you've right. come through, you've seen success in the industry and then you, you found a niche where you could jump in and add value to, to people's lives. You just said right. you wanted to create something that can help people change the way we live. Let's right. expand on that for half a second because you're providing something right now. You know, there's, okay, how many actors are out there right now who are living alone in their in their apartment in Hollywood, right. barely barely scraping by, whatever they haven't, you know, I, I'm painting like this horrible like apocalyptic picture, but that's not the case. Right, but they're, right. you know, they they're just rations, they <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the last I've, jug of water, right, 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 right. More right. along the lines of like, hey, they don't have a significant other who lives with them, who's going to help them and and really help put them on right. tape properly. You've now you've now added something of value right. to someone who can literally just download an app throw their phone on a, on a ring light stand and, and literally put themselves on tape with a professional. As you put it, that was the thought that I had when the idea came. It was like, this is a no-brainer. Like, this is a no-brainer. If we don't do this, someone else will, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so this was three and a half years ago, and I stopped everything when I got this idea, put together this, uh, this team. And the idea came, I was um, at an audition, North Formosa, 916 North Formosa. Yeah. Um, cast. 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 Yeah. I love that place. Um, so I'd go there for my self-tapes because it was just cheaper. You pay your membership fee, but you had to bring a reader with you. And I was cool with all the um, the the, uh, the people that worked there. So I just wait until they were, you know, free and, you know, hey, can I get a couple minutes and, you know, do a couple takes. And so they would let me do that. And they would tape with the um, uh, with an iPad, mm-hmm. you know. And it was like, well, what's if one day you can actually be in there yeah put together the uh, the uh, the uh, team and uh we just worked diligently i'm not doing the uh, programming i'm more of like the acting liaison but um yeah these guys um you know coded put together the the ideas and i just guided them like hey this is what we need as far as acting you know we need this we need slate we need this okay that's not going to work well for actors uh yeah i've been doing this for we've been doing this for two years since we were teenagers right <laughs> so you know I've, I've done countless self-tapes and so you know it was an honor and, and it was easy I'm like there's I, I know self-tapes in my sleep and so I know that this is a need and so no it just it feels good and it's really exciting to build something that you know is going to help actors because I remember I had one pilot season 
Um, I just came back from Canada. I, I filmed a, a TV series there. I came back. I had a great pilot season. I was going out at least three times uh, in a week, but half of those were self-tapes. And I was mm-hmm. spending $25, $30, $40 each. After two months, that's a mortgage, you know, right? <laughs> you know, just to have a, a cheaper outlet and a cheaper option and an efficient option, this just helps. It helps actors uh, like ourselves. It totally does. And now yeah. I, I want to kind of pivot because basically you're an entrepreneur. You're someone who you decided a long time ago, you didn't want to work for anyone else. So you were going to work for yourself, which right. listen, I'm, I'm all about that as well. Right. 100%. That's, <laughs> that's not to say there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with working for other mm-hmm. people, but you know, sure, it, sure, it, sure. it takes a specific kind of person to go ahead mm-hmm. and just work for themselves. Now, absolutely. what would you say was the number one thing that got you through when you were kind of in that place of like, why the pandemic hit, you had just launched oh, and man. then now you were just like, all production was shut down. And what would you, what would you say is what carried you through that, that feeling of sort of like momentary despair? Yeah. Entrepreneurship is not for the weak and uncommitted. It's just not, you know, I, I liken it to self-development because you're going to face some things about yourself that you don't want to face that's dark and it's scary and it's hard and it sucks. But when you face it, you're going to grow. You know, an entrepreneurship to me, it's literally self-development, you know, with numbers. <laughs> it really is because I get why people's, you know, they, I think it takes like five failed companies on, on, on average, every successful business, they fail like five times, you know, don't quote me on that. If there's a quote out there, I think it was that. But I get it, you know, and I get why people may fail once, twice, and they say, I'm done. But to keep coming back, that's the resolve. And I'm telling you, if you keep coming back, you're going to win. It just takes, I'm telling you, it just takes one. You know, people on average, they're scared of pain, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a high pain threshold. I truly believe, call me crazy, I know you won't. I believe that we're here to do amazing things and settling for something less than that is not living. As long as there's breath in my nostrils, whatever vision that I've been told, I'm going to work so it's manifested, period. And I believe it wants to be. And so that's what keeps me going and has kept me going in those downturns. Because listen, you're going to have to, I'm actually going to swear here, a lot of times people just don't want to eat shit. Do you know what I mean? They they yeah. they just don't. You know they want comfort, but who doesn't? Who doesn't want to be in tremendous shape and be rich, right? But uh, Grant Cardone said this. He said that um, it's a beautiful thing to be rich because you can help people. You know, not to be rich to flaunt riches. That's just ego. What we need is a lot of people who have character, who have resources, so they can spread those resources. That's what we need. And there's this negative connotation with wealth. It's like, oh, you have to be a horrible person. It's, it's not black or white. You know, you can be an amazing, incredible human being and have resources. Yeah, to make a long story short, it's just, you know, just my faith kept me going when all hell was breaking loose continuously, continuously, continuously. And I just believe it's the person who's able to stay. I'm going to stay here no matter what. <laughs> this storm will pass. I will be here standing. That's the person that, that I believe will win. The universe is like, okay, he really wants it. She really wants it. Okay, go, go ahead. And it's through that journey, how, that's when you grow. 
the reason why I've read books and started meditating on and all these things, be, not because I was having an amazing time, because all hell broke loose. I was, going <laughs> yeah. so, I was drowning, right? And so I was like, okay, I, I don't want to sit here and die. What can I do? What books can I read? You know, and I, I went to South Korea even for a two-week meditation, you know, just going through pain. I went through this huge breakup and, and I was like, okay, you know, what can I grab? And I thank God for those op- painful situations because they were really just opportunities that guided me to, you know, have a more fuller understanding of myself. I love that you look at painful experiences as opportunities to grow because that is 100% what they are. You mentioned that when you really look deep inside, you're going to face parts of yourself that are dark and scary that you don't want to face. But when you do face them and overcome them, that's how you grow. So I want to know, was there anything in specific that was dark and scary that you faced that you were just like, I didn't even realize this was there or anything that you're willing to talk about? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. One one thing that you faced that was dark and scary that after you really looked at and stared it straight in the eye and said, you know what? No, I'm bigger than this and I'm better than this. Can you tell us maybe one thing about that? God, there, 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 there was a lot. I'd say one of my, my lowest points was both my parents passed and within two years. Prior to that, I was like, you know what? Whatever happens, I can go through, you know, I'm a strong person. And it was the first time that I felt, okay, I need help or I, I can't just, you know, walk through this. You know, I need to sit down and I'm bleeding. And it was humbling, really humbling. But there were so many other hurts and pains that I had that I didn't know. Like, you know, when you have your adrenaline and you're just running and like I, I have a, um, a meetup, I've been doing this for like 15 months now where we talk about spiritual development and financial literacy, mainly um, uh, spiritual development. And we talk about these things. The reason why I, I created the meetup is to do what we're doing right now is talk about these situations in life that we don't talk about mm-hmm. you know some, there's people right now that woke up and they were crying yeah. you know and they go into their you know work hey how you doing and they, they they're not able to have honest conversations or if they have honest conversations there's not beneficial feedback you know that's enriching but th- this is real life and to be able to look and see wow i'm still hurt about things that happened even a decade ago a divorce or or, you know, another breakup from years ago or something that that happened. And to be able to face that, it doesn't feel good. You know, it doesn't feel good. You have to go ahead and bleed it out, cry it out. But it's exciting because I knew that I've never been really scared of, 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 of much, more so as I grew older. I was excited and I, I am excited when I see things that I need to start I know, I know that I'm going to become better, that I'm going to grow. Do you know what I mean? So I, do. I know it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't feel good right now, but I know it's good for me. And so, yeah, I'd say the past, uh, I'd say three years while building Tape, tape Squad, this is, is when I went through this period when I was like, wow, there's so many hurts that I have. But I'm thankful to know now, instead of bleeding on other people that, that love me and taking that into my relationships. And that's easy to do. You know, it's easy to... Easy. So it's just, it's good to just clear out some, some wounds. Yeah. I mean, I, I liken it to, you know, when you're, when you're doing personal development, right. It's like, it's like, imagine you are a gigantic mansion and there's 180 bedrooms in this mansion, right. right and right. each bedroom, the door is closed. 
and you open up a bedroom and it's dark in there and you shine your flashlight and you're like, oh, that's what's all in here. Let me clear this right. out real quick. It's right. kind of like shining that right. light in the darkness. You turn on the light and it's it's all of a sudden it's not so scary anymore. And it's right. you're going, okay, I see right. where it's coming from. That's right. what's causing the pain in my life. Okay. All right. right. You know, let me put this right. to bed. I'm going to, I'm going to grow now. I'm going to be a better person because of this. Yes. Let me clear this up and become, yeah. Yeah. And, and we always say, you know, uh, is it's the most important work that you'll ever do is working on yourself. It's the most important work. You know, so many people are looking for love, um, but they don't even know how to love themselves, yep. you know? And so they go into these relationships not full, not as full as they can be. You know, you never reach this, you know, this, there's never the mountaintop, but it's the growth and it's the progress is what you're after. And I can trust someone who's putting in that work. Do you know what I mean? Like I can trust someone else that I'm in a relationship with who's putting in that work because I know next year they'll be better and and, and vice versa. You know, I want to be, you know, um, I'm single, not married, but I want to be, and until I'm there, um, I'm putting in the works so on the best version of myself for them. And, you know, I want my wife to do that. And then I want our children to see both parents, you know, putting in the work and modeling. Modeling is the most important thing in the world. So you can tell them anything. But if they see mom and dad go through challenges and say, you know, no, 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 no worries. It'll work itself out. My God, how is that modeling? Like they're, they're, they're being set up. At such a young age, and that's what excites me about having children, the things that I want to teach them. You know, I want to have a stock port, a stock real estate portfolio when they're 12, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> you know, and so it's, uh, yeah, it's just the most important work that you'll work on. But it's, it's, it's scary. It's scary. You look at things that David Goggins says it best, you know, just doing things that suck. You know, that's how you grow. You know, going to the gym sucks, but that's how you grow. You know, eating healthy a lot of times sucks, but that's how you stay healthy. It's, it's, I'd rather go through that suck than the suck of not doing it years down the road. You know? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, like they say, a, a penny of prevention is worth a pound of cure or whatever. But here's the thing, like, and I know you're going to resonate with this because for most people who are eating garbage and who aren't working sure. out, yes, going to the yeah. gym sucks. We're eating healthy sucks. But for someone who's been doing it for a while, it doesn't suck anymore. You enjoy it. You look you know forward to it. You, you miss it when you don't go. So That's again, it's all point. about, yeah, it's all about the framing. Like I know you yeah. are a healthy and fit person and right. you don't hate going to the gym. You right. like going to the gym. You hate not right. going to the gym. So, right. Right, right, right. Do you know what right. I mean? So yeah. again, it's it's all about perspective. That's what I always say. It's about how you it. look at it. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. <sighs> so that's kind of how I've always tried to live my life. It's how I turned my own life around in a matter of a year. For my listeners, you know about my my change from 2017 to the end of 2018 and how how everything shifted. And so it's it's one of those things where the only thing that changed wasn't my skill set. It wasn't my opportunities. It wasn't yeah. anything other than my mindset. Right. And so that kind of brings me to, you know, for you, like you said, that you, you came through this with, with faith, but it was also perseverance. You persevered. You didn't give up. Right. You have this feeling of, I mean, from everything you're saying and from what I know of you, uh, obstacles be damned. Forget it. Right. I don't care. Right. I'm going right. to, I'm going to persevere. And right. so it's that intention that you set with that faith and belief is what gets you through at the end of right. the day. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's mindset, but it's something that's, it's a muscle that you build. It's like going to the, to the gym. I've had three and a half months of not going to the gym. Um, the gym just opened up. This is my first, my fifth week of going back to the gym. 
and it's sucking less. You know, I, I, hit, <laughs> I hit the treadmill. I'm just like, dude, I can't even. What am I twelve again? Right? <laughs> look at my look at my, my my like arms. I'm like, geez. Um, you know, I was doing like you know outside workouts, but it's not the same. No. But this is the fifth week, and my strength is coming back. You know, maybe at seventy percent now, and I'm starting to feel strong again. I could have easily said, you know what, dude, this this really hurts. And I did the past two weeks. I did I did not want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it's it's not even about it's saying okay. Kobe had this one. He was being interviewed, and he said he said something that just resonated. He said, "I made a commitment, and that was it. That's it. So powerful. It's That's so true. it. Yeah. I made the commitment. I say I'm going to the gym Monday through Friday, unless it's just bad for my health. You know, my leg is broken, or I have a cold, and it's just you know, it's not wise. If it's just that, oh." I just don't feel that's not that's not even an option. I am going to the gym. Do you know what I mean? Period. When it's time to read, I am I am reading when it's time to wake up and meditate and do affirmations. There's many times I don't want to. I want to watch some funny YouTube videos, you know, but I know to get to where I want to get to. I got to do the work. It's not feelings. Be be damned. You know, it's not a lot of times people get in their feelings way too much, man. What's your diet? And and that's why a lot of times people just they're just not hungry, and and we, we, which is totally fine. We, mm-hmm. We've all been in spaces where we're not that motivated, and I tell people just keep living. Life is going to punch you in the face so hard that you have a choice, <laughs> right? Either you get bitter or you get better. You, you, the choice will be very clear. And once life punches you in the face and you're motivated to to get better, there's no looking back. There's no looking back. It's true. It's true. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've said this a bunch on the show too. And, and I, I always, I remember seeing it on a billboard once and it was for Arrowhead water. And I, I remember laughing to myself because I'm like, I don't know how this applies to water necessarily, but honestly, like this is an amazing motto for life. And the, the, the tagline on this was better has no finish line. In other words, wow. you can always be better at whatever it is that you're doing. And so when you talk about making that mindset change and just making the decision to do something and, and that's it, there's no, right. there's no way around that's it. it. That's, that's it. I apply that to my own meditation practice every day because yeah. I'm, I'm committed to meditating every single morning and every single night. That's just my thing. And that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. And so there's, and there, of course there are days where I don't feel like it. Of course there are days where I wake up cause I didn't get enough sleep the night before because right. I was too busy working or because right. whatever. And right. I wake up in the morning and I just want to go back to bed or I just right. want but it doesn't matter what I want to do. It's, right. I know what I need to do because if right. I don't meditate in the morning, then my day yeah. isn't right. right. So you right. have to be committed. It's it's really about making that commitment to yourself, yeah. right? It's that Mamba mentality. I love, by the way, I also love how you can just say Kobe and everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the, the man's so famous, you don't even, yeah. need, to, you don't yeah. even need to say his last name. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you're like, oh yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, so, All but, facts. but so exactly, All we, facts, were, yeah. we were talking meditation before, and you said that you went to South Korea, uh, for a meditation retreat for two weeks. Yeah. I would love to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it was an interesting experience. I'm thankful that I went, I was going through a hard time, uh, went through a breakup with someone that I was with for a really long time. And that was 2015, I think it was 2015. Wow, time flies. But it was right before that I started doing this uh, Maum meditation. I did that for a couple of months and their headquarters is in um, South Korea. I went there. Interesting experience. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thankful. But the whole point of me saying that was 
I was looking for anything that I could do to get me out of where I was. And that's why I always say I love when people go through pain. And I'm not saying like I love seeing them cry, but it's like that's the best motivator in the world. Kingdoms were built from pain, from tragedy. You know, it's it's I don't know why the world is set up the way it is where pain is your best teacher if you metabolize it correctly. You know, it just is. It's there to get your attention and say, hey, listen, dude, I've been trying to tell you, but knock a little louder, right? I'm trying to get your attention because I'm trying to get you to, to, to see who you've always been, you know, and those painful situations in my life, they've done that. You know, I've started reading books I never would have read when I was just super happy. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, where's the next club? Do you know what I mean? Where's the bar at? Do you know, but it's the painful situations. If you metabolize it correctly, man, that's your best. People ask a lot of times, where's my, where, where's my opportunities? Where are your problems? Do you know what I mean? Attack those, you know, and see what is it trying to, what is it trying to teach you? You know, a lot of times the people go through a breakup. They're like, oh, they were crazy. They're, they were crazy. Okay. What did you do that wasn't right? Do you know what I mean? It takes like, two. It takes two. It takes two. You know, like forget what they did. What did you do that wasn't right? And how, how can you become a better version uh, um, um, of yourself? And why not daily work to become a better version of yourself for the next person that you're with? Why not? You know, why not leave this, this whole world empty? Like, that's my idea. Leave it empty. Like, squeeze out all the potential. Just leave it on the dang floor, like just that's my thought. Like, why not? And 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 I, and I believe that's what we're here to actually do. And I and I believe that we spread. It may sound cheesy, but we spread love in the process. First of all, that's not cheesy at all to me. And to I you, that's, yeah, I, and, I, I know. To you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that I think that that's what life really is all about. And when you say squeeze everything out of it, I know you're not saying take the earth and just use all the resources. You're saying right, literally right, right, become right, right. the best version of yourself, which is exactly what this whole show is dedicated towards. Right, right. And so I love that you say that pain is an amazing motivator, and it is. And I think that we are doomed to repeat our mistakes and we are doomed to relive our circumstances until we learn the lesson from them. Cause once you learn that karmic lesson, you move forward. Amen. As soon as Amen. you, as soon as Amen. you incorporate the lesson and become a better human being through the Amen. experience that you're in, you're not yeah. going to be doomed to repeat it because you're going to be awake yeah. and aware enough to avoid it the next time. I love it. That's you, a beautiful soundbite, man. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. Well, this is what I love about about this show is is just being able to have these amazing, open, and honest conversations with yeah. amazing, open, and honest people. Oh, so, you, um, you know, thank this you. is this is just this is awesome. I want to know. You had said that there are books that you've read that you know you wouldn't have read when you were looking for the club. You know, right, when right. You were, when, when <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the liquor moment. store. That's where I'm going. I'm like, <laughs> Can I get some of that Smirnoff, please? That Sky Vodka. Give me that Sky Vodka. <laughs> which which one would you say? And and you can give me maybe a top three. Of of the most influential ones? Uh, first book that I ever read, I grew up super Christian. You know, I was wearing like mm-hmm. ties when I was three. Uh, I'm not Christian now, but I don't judge anyone's religion or belief system and neither should anyone. Which is very Christian of you, might I interject? <laughs> which is, which is, judge and the not. idea, right, right. Which in Christianity to me is, is without all the other, you know, dogma, it's just love, you yeah. know, and that's what I'm about is just love. I grew up Christian, and the first um, book that I read was a Joel Osteen's Your Best Life Now, you know, which was like segueing into spirituality, something like that. And right. so I read that multiple times, like, wow, wow. 
I probably read that book 40, 50 times. I would read it wow. daily. And every time I read it, I'd get something new from it. And years later, I'd say now for sure, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy is my ultimate favorite book. I wow. read that daily. The meetup that I host, we talk about that book every day. And Robert Kiyosaki's The Four Quadrants, uh, The Four Cash Quadrants, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Amazing book. So yeah, those the uh, the you know Joe, my guy, my guy. You 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 know, you put up a lot of books that I'm like, oh, I love that book, and I love that you read those uh, those books. They're life changing books. I I tell everybody, man, reading reading is my God. Reading is it. Reading is it. You know, any problem that yeah. you have, Will Smith said it in some speech. You know, reading and running. You know. Um, if you have a problem, someone put the solution in a book. Running. When you get tired, keep going and you realize you have more in you. So, But yeah, Joel Osteen's uh, Your Best Life Now started me off. And right now, my ultimate favorite book is The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Has power of the Subconscious Mind. Yeah. I mean, The Power yeah. of the Subconscious Mind is, that's it. is infinite. It's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's yeah. where all your power is. Yeah. In your yeah. subconscious. Yeah. And like once you realize that we talk about, it's it's hard to not be confident. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to not be confident when you realize who you are, who you are. I don't care what you've been through, who said anything about you. When you know who you are and you're put here for a reason, it's hard not to be confident. You know, it's hard not to be confident. And once you get that inside of you, that's why reading is so important because you build confidence when you read. We go to school and, you know, I was a bio major. I read biology books. You know, it was boring, but I read them. And I, I gained confidence in the subject of biology, in the subject of chemistry. Um, once you start reading about books about the subconscious mind, you start gaining confidence in who you are. It's impossible not to. What's like, wait a second. I, I don't just have to be reactive to the situation. I can co-create. Yeah, I know it sounds, not for you, but for a lot of people, mumbo jumbo, it's not. I'm telling you, it's not. You are powerful. You know, and and uh, reading these books, it's uh, it's life changing. Yeah, I look at I look at a good book or pretty much any book because you can learn from just about any novel Absolutely. that's ever been written. It's like a little key that unlocks a certain point in your consciousness where you're just like, oh, cool, yeah. I have access to this now. Right, you know, I, right. I, I've literally read books and watched my life change over the right. course of the book, and by the time I finished right. the book, I was a different person. So what's what's lighting you up right now? I know I know obviously we're still in the throes of well, I mean, lucky for you you're currently in Halifax, so you've you've right. got things a little bit easier. Yeah, we have 10 but, people here so so everything <laughs> easy to social they distance, know, yeah. They all know each other and <laughs> you know, you're social distancing together because Right, 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 right. We all make <laughs> personal Zoom calls every day to see what, you know, what I was doing. But so what's what's lighting you up now? What what do you what's got you so excited for for now moving forward? Uh, tape Squad, you know, the 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 focus is uh, building Tape Squad in a web development company uh, where we build uh, mobile apps. Just signed a new client yesterday. So that's just the uh, the focus is just building that out, just continuing to, um, you know, strive to uh, be the best version of myself. You know, that's, that's just the uh, focus is just continue building and uh, continue growing and just doing the best that I can. I'm at there. I love that. I, you know, it's, it's amazing because with everybody that I get to interview, there's this common thread of, I just want to be the best version of myself. And it's so amazing to see because if we could all, everybody, I mean, every single person in this world, just strive to be the best version of ourselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can you imagine how the world would be a better become? The world would change. Like I tell everybody, like you can't legislate love. Um, Denzel said it um, best. You can't legislate love. You know, I'm going to create this. The government needs to needs to actually change. Like your mindset needs to change. Then everything else will it'll take care of itself, man. Once people realize how powerful they are, it's like you're sitting on gold, man. You're sitting on gold. Les Brown said it best. He said the richest place in the world is the graveyard. Because all the talents and gifts and businesses and ideas that were supposed to be spread out into the world to make the world a better place wasn't. Because for whatever reason, either it be fear or they didn't they they weren't programmed to believe who they truly are. They lived a life that the majority of people live and they just died and there's so much more. I, I just truly I know that you won't call me crazy. I just believe in people. I believe every human being's great. If you're breathing, you're great and you're here for a great reason. I believe that, man. I, 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 any human being, like, no, people need what you have. And the world will be a better place once people realize that and put the work in, man. And, and, and uh, I just said the exact same thing. I said, everybody's a genius at one thing. Everyone is a genius right, at something. Right, everyone has right, something right, that right, they yes, excel at yes. better than everybody else. And yes. everyone has a gift that they can share with this world in some capacity. And so yeah. I love that you just said, don't take your gifts to the grave. And I right. think that's a great place to end on right here. You know, awesome. this is this is the message from Danzo. Like, don't take your gifts to the grave. Yeah. Let them come out. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for being here today with me and, and, and sharing your story with everybody. This is this has just been so enlightening and so wonderful. I, I, I really appreciate you. Appreciate you, Adam. Likewise, I definitely love what you're doing, man. And uh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.